what I am doing in the kitchen. I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting. I'm a finicky eater. I am completely clueless when it comes to cooking. Welcome aboard. So this is episode three. I started getting ramped up, started looking for recipes. And this is really not hard to do. Because anything involving food, I was just at my grocery store's website. They have recipes there. And they're just everywhere, which is great if you think about it. One of my problems is I am a bit of a finicky eater. I do not like green peppers. And what's I know some of you just went, what? Oh, that's it. I'm not listening to this guy. But for some reason, they just seem to overpower whatever I'm eating. And it's like, ugh. And um, so that's one. I'm not a big fan of, of red peppers either. And you're like, wait, what? It's I could understand you not liking green peppers, but red peppers. Are you crazy? I also uh, I'm not a big fan of super spicy food. So hence, sometimes it's a bit of a problem. So we'll be covering that as we go along here. But I started looking for recipes and I kept seeing people talk about an Instapot, Instapot, Instapot. So I looked up the phrase Instapot and thought it broke the Internet because there wasn't anything for an Instapot. You know why? Because it's not called an Instapot. It's an instant pot. And I was like, oh. And I actually had, I think, the Power Cooker XL, something that was on one of those infomercials. And it was fine. It worked. It, I, I never really used it a whole lot. It's very similar. But I saw all these recipes. And again, the goal here is to make this easy. And uh, I saw all these recipes for just on an Instapot. Click here on this button. Do this for 13 minutes. Click there. Do that. But I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to bite the bullet. And uh, what really, really got me into this was I saw that they now make Instant Pots with built-in Wi-Fi and a smartphone app that works on either an iPhone or an Android phone. And I was like, oh, you just scratched the inner geek of me. And what's cool about these apps, the app enables you to start your Instant Pot while you're on the way home for example. We're going to talk about that in a second. It's also smart enough where it has a bunch of built-in settings. So if you're like, hey, I'm cooking beef, you just kind of go, yep, click, start, now, go. And it kind of knows everything it's supposed to do. And you walk into your house and dinner is served and you can actually, because it's connected to Wi-Fi, it has a built-in clock. So you can even say, start this at whatever time. Now, let's not get stupid about this. Keep in mind, I don't know that I want to eat food like, I don't know, beef that's been sitting in an Instapot all day. So that has cool things about it. But on the other hand, you might say, yeah, but Dave, the Instapot's going to like jack it up to 200 degrees inside there. So any kind of weird germs, just something to think about. I'm, I'm on the fence about that. But, uh, I love the ability to connect to this on my phone. And uh, believe it or not, yes, there is more. You can even tie this into your Amazon or Google smart speaker. So Lexi, shall I say in this case, I don't want to say the magic word. You can basically tell her to start dinner. If apparently the app is too much or pressing four buttons on the pod is too much. You could just say, hey, so-and-so, start such-and-such to such-and-such. 
New to cookingshow.com slash Tavola is the website you want to go to. I'm talking about the Tavola Smart Oven. I have one and it's great. There's no more preheating, so it's going to speed things up. You scan a groceries barcode and it cooks the food perfectly. So that Pop Tart, that Geno's Pizza Roll, whatever you're doing, and you can also order their food. And the food can be as inexpensive as $11.99 a meal. Now, the last time I went to Chipotle, it was basically 11 bucks. And there's no driving, there's no shopping, and it's great tasting food. The beauty of this is you can get $100 off the oven right now by going to newtocookingshow.com slash Tavola. That's T-O-V-A-L-A. And you have 100 days to try it out. If you don't like it, you can return it for free. It's amazing. There are multiple cooking modes. You can actually steam things, broil it, all sorts of things. Baking, it's all there. Preheating. And there's a smart app. You can tie it into your Wi-Fi. It's amazing check out the video and save a hundred bucks by going to new to cookingshow.com slash tavola now what the heck is an instant pot it's a pressure cooker and it does a whole lot more than that but if you like wait a minute my grandma had a pressure cooker and we always had to worry about my grandma blowing up the kitchen yeah things have come a long way since the days of grandma's a pressure cooker. My grandma had one as well. We're like, yeah, hey, don't get near that thing. You're like, wait, what? So it's there's a lot of safety involved with this now. And it's really all about the lid. And so I'm going to talk about some things as I was reading into this. Again, my idea here is to save you hassles and headaches. And it's it's hard not to do this. The top of it has a handle, but that handle is used to unlock it, like kind of turn it left or right. Not so much to pick it up. There are actual handles on the right-hand side because especially if this thing is doing its thing, if it's working its magic, you do not want to grab that handle. Number one, the side of the Instapot gets kind of warm. The top of this thing gets like hot, like whoa. And the top of it has a valve, so it keeps the pressure in. And when this is done, you can release the steam And I'm here to tell you, this is where it can, this is not a drill. You can get hurt with this thing. And so what I do is I grab, I have like a hand towel there. I fold it up in about fours, put it over the valve and quickly turn it and move the, the towel out of the way. And at that point, it then sprays up about three feet. So if you have this under a counter or something, you want to, you want to have nothing above this thing when you release the Kraken that is the steam in this thing. Now it's cool when you do this. Also keep in mind, I haven't done this yet, but I've been watching all sorts of videos and things like this. If you're doing soup in this, you have to be also careful, especially if you've made it really, really full because the pressure can actually have the soup start coming out the top. So you just get away from that thing when you, when you release it and you can actually have it, you can just let it sit there and it will release the the steam over time. But, uh, The other thing I found out from different communities, don't store it with the lid on because this is going to trap the smell of whatever you just cooked inside the Instant Pot. And you don't want your rice to taste like barbecue chicken. I don't know. Maybe you do. Uh, Also, be sure to clean it when you're done. And I'm really happy to say it's super easy. I'll talk about a little mishap I did here. Um, They're not cheap, uh, especially if you add the whole Wi-Fi thing in here. But uh, And you want it to last but it is easy to clean. And here's some things, again, to keep in mind. 
while it does cook things faster, I think tomorrow I'm going to throw some sweet potatoes in it. But when you see that, wow, it can cook a baked potato in seven minutes, asterisks after it warms up. Oh, well, how long does it take to warm up? About 10, maybe 15 minutes, worst case scenario. So a baked potato is like still 17 minutes. But the thing that's nice about it is, again, you kind of set it and forget it. You can go walk around the block, whatever you want to do while you're doing this. Now, I am going to save you some time because there was one little frustrating thing about this. It does come with documentation, not a bunch, though. It's a little like get started kind of uh, packet, uh, some things for standard times for cooking things. But they have a really nice QR code on it. So you, I bust out my phone, scan the QR code, and it downloads the Instapot app. And I'm like, hey, we're rocking and rolling. And I go to remote control because it says, hey, when you install this app, start fire up your uh, Instant Pot, and it'll connect automatically. And I'm like, okay, I do that. And no, it didn't. And it's explaining how you'll have to log into your Wi-Fi password. And I'm like, nope, not working, not working. And so finally... I don't know how I figured this out. I think I went to their website. There are two apps. There's the Instant Pot app, which is a great app. Again, a gazillion recipes. They have a Facebook group as well. But then there is a remote control app for the Wi-Fi enabled Instant Pots. That's the one you want when you're trying to pair this. And I'll have links in the show notes out at new to cooking show.com with different videos and things like that. And so the other thing we're going to get into a little cooking tips here. I'm going to save your food uh, and also the bottom, I guess of the instant pot. Now that I think about it, I was creating my first rep recipe, which is barbecue chicken and all the link to the recipe out in the, uh, the show notes as well. Again, new to cooking show.com. We'll go slash three as this is episode three, and I needed to saute some onions. And so lo and behold, super easy button right on the front of it says saute. And I forget, it might've been butter. I think it was butter. And uh, so I throw some butter in there, throw some onions in there that I chopped up in my Ninja chopper. I talked about that in the last episode and uh, threw in some salt. And uh, the fun part is I have no idea what saute means. And it turns out it's French for the word jump. As you put things over high heat and somewhat flip them in a pan. Well, it's kind of hard to flip an instant pot. So with that, you mean you're going to be doing some serious stirring. And I didn't. I just put the onions in there, hit saute and like, hey, walked away. Isn't that the cool thing about? Well, no, not with sauteing. You have to sit there and stir. So luckily when I come back and I've got this brown stain at the bottom of the pot, when this was over, that came out pretty easy. So I was really worried. Now, part of that too, again, was, and this was what's kind of cool. The Instapot gives you this little kind of red rubbery things to put on your hands. It's like we talked last week about the, the mittens I love to use that have fingers. This is not like those, but nonetheless, it allows you to pick things up while they're, they're hot without worrying about burning yourself. And so while the pot was still basically warm, I got that off the bottom. And I think that really helped because it's it's perfectly clean now. So if you do any sauteing, uh, you you got to keep stirring that. So like I say, the, the term also refers to cooking tender cuts of meat, such as chicken breasts 
or filet mignon, but it, again, it's in a small amount of fat over moderately high heat. And if you're doing it in a pan, they actually don't want you to stir it. You just flip it. Hence the French word jump. But again, you, you can't flip things in an Instant Pot, so you got to stir. So it's kind of confusing a little bit. Uh, the browning achieved by sautéing lends a richness to the meats and to produce. If you're flipping produce, if you're sautéing some onions or things like that, and because the the food is cooked quickly, the integrity of the flavor and the texture remains intact. So asparagus, do you actually eat asparagus? You know, asparagus isn't as bad as I thought it was. Uh, it retains its slightly grassy punch as well as a pleasing, crisp, tender bite, according to a website I'm looking here about sautéing. So if you're sautéing in a pan, again, you've got some sort of uh, fat in the pan and you're flipping it, and you also want just like one layer. You don't want like a ton of stuff, and you're flipping it over quickly over medium-high heat, not something stir-fry, because isn't that what stir-fry is? Stir-fry is like super high heat and some sort of fat in the pan, and you're flipping things over. So that's kind of the difference between stir-frying and sautéing. So in this case, I'm doing barbecued sandwiches, uh, I said, I'm looking it up in my plan to eat uh, app here, just so I can tell you about it. Because the, the thing I like about it is I cooked the meat, I think, for 25 minutes. And that was including the 10 minutes to warm up. Yeah, it's creatively named barbecue chicken. So that's what I called it. And what I did is I bought a family pack of skinless chicken thighs because that's the favorite. That's my favorite part of chicken. And I put it in the pot and I added the ingredients. And I am going to say this. We talked last week about getting these little clips that you can glue to the inside door of a cabinet. I'm definitely doing that because the spice thing was on my nerves here. But, you know, I measured everything out, threw it on top of the chicken after I threw the chicken in the pot cooked it for 25 minutes. And here again, it says the idea is to pull the chicken. Well, if you're new to cooking like I am, and I'm like, um, how do you like, what do you mean? Pull the chicken. That sounds almost dirty. What's Dave doing? I don't know. I haven't seen him. He went in the bathroom. I think he's pulling his chicken. I don't know. So how do you pull your chicken? Well, YouTube to the rescue as always. And it's super simple. You grab two forks, you put them in the center of the chicken one you pull to the right, the other one you pull to the left. And the cool thing about the Instant Pot is the chicken was so ridiculously tender, it literally just fell apart. And so I would just put the the two forks in, pull, 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 hence pull. You'll hear people talk about a pulled pork sandwich. Well, that's what you're doing. You're just pulling your pork and it just fell apart. And the cool thing was after the kind of like, ooh, I just made a bunch of brown fuzzy stuff on the bottom of this thing. I was kind of feeling stupid, like, oh, here we go. Dave's in the kitchen burning stuff. I was kind of happy that I learned how to pull chicken. And it was an A, that the chicken was done. It wasn't overcooked. It was yummy. And I was like, all right. So, uh, and the other thing I did here was I did get a little lame. Uh, it asked for cayenne pepper. And if you're completely new, I think most of us, if you've been around any kind of spicy food, uh, cayenne pepper is usually one of the culprits of making things spicy. So it asked for like an eighth of a teaspoon. And I was like, I'm going to put in a half of an eighth, which is, I think a 16th. I, I, I basically just put a couple 
granules of cayenne pepper in it. So it was a little bland, not a lot of zip to it. And uh, it was red and it was warm. Yeah, there's a that'll look good on the menu. Try our barbecue chicken. It's red and warm. But actually, I think next time I also bought there was a in the recipe, a tomato sauce can. And I bought like the, you know, the local grocery store, like, I don't know, Jim's tomato sauce or whatever, instead of Hunt's or something that I'd heard of. But uh, so I might do that next time. It wasn't bad. And the other thing I, I liked about this is I put it on a wheat bun, a wheat hamburger bun, and I was full. Like I ate one sandwich and some peas and I'm trying to lose weight. Hence, I'm trying to eat healthier. And uh, I live alone. It is me, myself and I here in my uh, in my townhouse. And this has been my lunch for the better part of a week. Now, here's the really cool thing about this. What I did is I emptied it from the Instapot into a big giant bowl with a lid, stuck it in my refrigerator, and when it's time for lunch, I pull the bowl out, I grab a spoon, I grab another smaller bowl, like a little cereal bowl, and I basically spoon out enough to fit on a bun, throw it in the microwave, and warm it back up. And by the time, and for like maybe a minute and a half, if that, and I'm here to tell you from basically coming into the kitchen to plate with a finished lunch on, you're looking at, I don't know, five minutes tops. I mean, if I was in a really big hurry, I could heat and eat in less than five minutes. And so that's, that was pretty impressive. And uh, the recipe that I use said it serves 10. And I would say that's about right. Now, again, I'm trying to lose a little weight, so I'm not making these super duper thick, but the chicken was nine bucks for three pounds of chicken and the wheat buns were somewhere around three. So you're looking at $12 for 10 sandwiches. That's a dollar 20 a sandwich. And like I said, it, it takes me less than five minutes to heat this and eat this. Now that's not really good. You don't want to eat super duper fast. It's nice if you actually, I don't know, chew your food. But for me, I'm on my lunch. I'm eating some, I'm watching some Netflix, things like that. But if I drove to McDonald's, it would take me more time than that. So if you're always like, oh, it takes too long to cook. No, I could heat and eat in five minutes and be done. And I live close. I, I think the the nearest McDonald's to me is like less than two miles away, but it's also near civilization. And you have all those stoplights. You got to wait in line because it's lunchtime, things like that. So one of the things I'm going to be looking to in the future is I'm going to be freezing food because like I said, I live alone. So I'm not sure eating the same thing for lunch for a whole week is going to really work in the long haul because even too much of a good thing gets old. But the other thing I thought I would talk about here is momentum, momentum. So many times people go, if I can get the momentum, I will do blank. And I'm here to tell you, I think it works the other way around. I was thinking about, I was like, I want to do this easy. I want this to be easy. The kitchen can't be a headache for me. I read all sorts of, I went down so many rabbit holes about instant pots that I was like, you know what? I'm biting the bullet. I'm going to throw out my old one. I'm going to get this thing. It seems to just tie in with everybody. I bought it. I made a recipe. Yes, I did one little problem and I burned the bottom, but that's okay. I won't do that next time. And I now feel, because I took that first step, that I have momentum. 
I think when you take the step, you then get momentum. It's not if I have momentum, I will take the step. It's like when you take that first step, it builds your momentum. And so I was kind of proud of myself. They're like, hey, number one, I actually ate something that I've never, look, I've had barbecued chicken sandwiches before, but not this recipe. This could have been a horrible waste of time. It could have been a horrible waste of money. It could have been a horrible waste of food, but it wasn't because there was nothing that crazy about the recipe. I found one without red peppers and green peppers. And you know what? If it even said red peppers, here's a novel idea. It's my recipe. I'm not putting it in there. So I'm new to cooking, but I've got one recipe and a whole bunch of meals under my belt. And I'm surprised that a, how much money I'm going to be saving and I've got it in my uh, plan to eat app. So anytime I want to do it again, I can just drag it into the plan, throw it and all the ingredients there will be on uh, my shopping list, or at least when it comes to the, uh, the spices, I don't need to buy those again. That's the nice thing about spices is yeah, it kind of sucks when you first buy them because they're not super cheap, but a bottle of cumin is going to last me for ever. Today we learned about sautéing. If you're doing it in a pan, it means flipping it around, not having you don't want to have too many layers going on, just one layer on a pretty high heat but not really really super hot heat. If you're using the instant pot, that means you're stirring that bad boy a lot when you are doing sautéing. It's a French word that means jump. So, does that mean if like Van Halen is in France, they go, "Oh, might as well sauté." Not sure how that works exactly. And we have a recipe under our belt. And there are plenty of recipes to be found. It's just a matter of taking the time. And we made a meal or at least a sandwich for a dollar twenty. I always say you're going to end up with either some good meals or some good stories. And in this case, thankfully, because the brown stuff on the bottom of the instant pot washed out, I kind of have both. I think next time, and I will make this recipe again in the future, I'm just going to add, like I said, a little more cayenne pepper to give it just a little bit of a kick, and I'll probably use a different tomato sauce. I've got everything out at the website again, newtocookingshow.com slash three. Newtocookingshow.com slash contact is how you can get involved in the conversation. If you have any tips or strategies you want to share. Hey, and if you know somebody who is also new to cooking, can you go up and say, hey, have you started listening to the New to Cooking Show? Find it at newtocookingshow.com. Thanks for listening. I think you left a burner on.